It's the Kate and Gordon Show. Today's best country mix. Tune in for two full hours of the greatest country hits. Interviews with special guests, latest news, and so much more. It's the Kate and Gordon Show. Welcome to the Kane Gordon Show today's best country mix. This week, with me graduating and everything going on, we are going to be doing some amazing interviews. We are going to be bringing back Ricky Yvette Westmoreland, Jordana Bryant, and our good friends Sonny Morgan and Mark Normore. So please, I hope you enjoy the show, and I hope you have the opportunity to take a minute and uh, listen to one of our awesome reruns. So you're listening to the Caden Gordon Show, today's best country mix. Hello and welcome to the Caden Gordon Show, today's best country mix. And joining me right here today is Ricky Westmoreland. Wait, Ricky, how are you? 
I am incredible. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for taking the time to come on with us today. We appreciate it. <laughs> my pleasure. Absolutely. My pleasure. <laughs> so kind of tell us a little bit about yourself to get started. A little bit about myself. Okay. Well, okay, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, my name is Ricky Yvette Westmoreland, and uh, yeah, I use my full name for mm -hmm. my branding and my because I just I'm in love with my name. I don't it's like the coolest name to me, but anyway. So, um, but yeah, I'm Ricky Yvette Westmoreland. Um, really quickly, just um, I I'm an actress mm -hmm. first and foremost, and um, I'm primarily mostly known for my work on the viral inspirational series darman studios i've done about 94 or so videos on that platform in the last four years which i've just recently left so mm -hmm. i'm mostly known for that as far as my acting work goes but um also i'm also um, a survivor of abuse and trauma and um i have a background in transpersonal guidance coaching and so i've recently just launched and embarked on um my own vision called Ricky's World Experiential mm -hmm. Entertainment Therapy, which embodies all of that in characters and and that's coming as well. But um, so I just basically I enjoy using my art for, you know, making a difference for mm -hmm. cultivating growth in the world. And so that's about it. I'm, I'm here chilling with Caden and we're ready to do this. Let's rock it out. <laughs> awesome. So kind of take me to the beginning. Like what kind of got you into acting? What got me into acting? Okay, well, okay. So this is kind of, you you guys, well, for those who follow me, they'll see that I actually have the whole story of how Ricky's World was born. It mm -hmm. actually started when I was little. I have, I was always considered this creepy little kid. My sister told me like, like not too long ago, she's like, you used to creep me out as a little girl. <laughs> but I, <laughs> but I used to like, <laughs> I used to, um, basically get up and you know everybody all the kids doing their own thing but I had this I was very introverted very shy kind of you know withdrawn but since I was a toddler I'd get up in the middle of the night sit in the dark and escape off into my imagination into all these different worlds mm -hmm. and realities and I would be like you know be these characters in my mind I'd be you know sometimes sitting up with a baby doll or I'm, I'm from the midwest um, mm -hmm. Ohio so there was this late program that um, when tv used to go off tv used to go off back then mm -hmm. um gave away my age you know <laughs> <laughs> but um so yeah back then before tv went off I used to watch this program called the night owl theater and theater and so um they would show all these cool otherworldly movies with aliens and all kinds of things and so you know i'd escape into night night owl theater and um or sneak in sit in the dark and escape and travel into other worlds and always acting things out and i was mm -hmm. always growing up acting things out in the mirror in my imagination i love like cool trippy eccentric movies kind of got that from my daddy <laughs> and um you know um so it was always kind of in me to love to be some kind of character and so then you know my first actual acting job came I was always too shy and didn't have really the confidence to like literally try to pursue anything and it wasn't really considered a reality uh, you know a realistic thing where I when I was growing up you know it's like even though we're watching it on tv and it's real for people that's the weirdest thing right it's like not a real thing yet we're watching a movie where it's a real thing for somebody so weird so um, anyway, anyway um, um, yeah, I just basically, I ended up getting my first gig um, mm -hmm. for someone I had met on Facebook, Daryl McCullough. What's up, Daryl? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and my first film was, it's called um, Holiday Lie. So um, I did terrible to me. I was my first time ever doing a film, but it was like, I actually love this. And I can take that little girl and live out all these things. And so I did another film. And these were in Ohio, um, mm -hmm. indie, indie films. And then eventually I came to L.A. about eight years ago. Finally, just went full on. I came here to start my own YouTube channel to where I could integrate all these things. It didn't mm -hmm. work out. I ended up with Dar, which is great. And here I am. I'm just I've, I'm, I've dove in. Now it's like the little girls living all these little dreams and all those things. I'm finally getting to do it. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's awesome. And the fact that you've been with him for such a long time and uh, you leaving them, how does that make you feel? Like, are you, I'm sure you're sad about it. Um, well, yeah, it was, it was hard to, I mean, I had several days of mm -hmm. uh, crying. Um, I went through a lot of emotional um, changes with the, that decision, mm -hmm. but it was a coming decision. I had actually been sitting with it for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and um, there's so many people that I love. So it was really heartbreaking. Um, but, you know, at some level, you know, looking mm -hmm. at the whole picture as far as my career, my lifestyle, my well-being and all these other things, I just really realized I needed to take a different direction mm -hmm. um, to help in my career, expanding it into the direction I wanted to go mm -hmm. and um, having my own voice, mm -hmm. having my own creative control over my work and uh, writing my own stories. Um, in a very different way, um, still making an impact and a mm -hmm. difference. But then, you know, and as far as, you know, there, there's this kind of thing that happens and I'm, I'm all about being honest and keeping it classy, baby. <laughs> 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 but, um, <laughs> but there's this, <laughs> there's this thing that, um, you know, and, and I'm grateful for mm -hmm. everything. But one of the struggles as an actress that I had run into commonly was the success of the platform tends to, people tend to parallel with that, with the success of your personal life, the success of your financial status mm -hmm. and just, you know, social status or social publicity does not mean the same in your and in, in, you know in your lifestyle your livelihood your pocket <laughs> so you have to sometimes when you realize you know you got to kind of change things up you got to make different moves to kind of survive a little bit better make more money and things like that you know because I had constantly found myself in a state of struggle and so I'm like I got to change it up and I got to just bring me out you know um I wasn't, and, and I like some roles outside of that, I wouldn't get booked for certain things because I'm not really seen outside of a certain particular character or cast, mm -hmm. a, a typecast type. And so I'm like, okay, I got to break free of that. But I was trying to do that under the platform, mm -hmm. but it's so massive that it still overshadowed everything. And I'm like, okay, for this aspect, I got to just, I you know, and I realized some of it is starting from scratch, but you know, we have journeys. We be, mm -hmm. you know, you take them, you're grateful for everything that they bring you. And, you know, and it's going to make space for other actors that want to enjoy the platform. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, I'm doing my, my thing. So, yeah, um, I won't, you know, there's, there's a lot. Mm -hmm. I just, I considered a lot, so many different things, mm -hmm. my career, my vision, my well-being and all these other things and to to really come to that decision so so yeah um, yeah it still hurts sometimes mm -hmm. i think about it you know but you know they everybody know i love them i love y'all yeah <laughs> that's yeah. mainly the key there making sure that you know that you love them that's the whole point you know <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> And I honestly yeah. uh, congratulate you on everything that you're doing as well. It's awesome that you got to be able to make your own platform. You got a little experience from it, and now you're moving on to better, better and bigger things. That's awesome. Appreciate it. Well, it's not bigger yet. Well, you know. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I yeah. will say this: Dar is an incredible entrepreneur. How he was able that. I don't, I don't, I've never seen it. That's one thing. It's like, I literally was part of the pioneering talent of an empire that in four years, mm -hmm. it's just like billion, 30 billion views, 30 yeah. billion views and millions and millions of subscriber, subscribers to be a part of the pioneering talent. I mean, I was actually the first actress ever hired on the cinematic videos. So a lot of people didn't know that. Oh, really? But, wow. Yeah, I was the first, um, the first, um, yeah, the original OG, <laughs> <laughs> the original, but yeah, but, um, and, and I say that with 
the deepest humility and gratitude, you know, because I was in Hollywood, not really anybody. I'm very green mm. and um, dar. They, they gave me an opportunity and they kept calling me back. And um, and so I'm, I'm extremely grateful for that. So and just, you know, but the witnessing and of the unfolding of the journey and how mm. it just kept growing and growing and then. And, you know, I was bringing in my friends before, you know, there's casting and stuff. And mm -hmm. it's like, you know, hey, there's this, you know, so literally seeing everybody that's come in and it's like, if I can watch an empire grow and I'm part of that pioneering talent, well, I can take from, you know, mm -hmm. the mentorship of that and, and, and try to see how I can, you know, build into my own empire as well. So. <laughs> totally and um what was like the experience between you and darman like was there like you guys got to talk a lot or not really or okay so uh, in the beginning um now in the beginning it was still getting a lot of views i mean in our first year we were in, we were hitting the millions it mm -hmm. was primarily only on facebook though there were millions and millions of views um so even in the first year so um that was incredible to me but like dar um it used to they used to shoot the videos so <laughs> the studios came like after covid and all that mm -hmm. but before that the videos we were shooting them um they were downtown at the watermark in the penthouse um mm -hmm. he was running live glam a makeup company he owned so he was pretty successful with lime glam um that makeup company which he used to uh pay for producing these videos the cinematic videos mm -hmm. he had done some other style videos prior to that like animation talking mm -hmm. didn't really work out so they decided he decided i'm going to do cinematic videos and hire actors and then that's when i first came in and then they hired someone to play my daughter based on how we looked alike and whatnot but mm -hmm. um but he used to be more involved um because he was always there working with the company mm -hmm. um, plus that he was also living out of another penthouse there so um he was always you know he was always kind of in and out location mm -hmm. he always stopped by like come and greet us in the lobby it was very family oriented it felt great um and that was when it was a two-man crew it was a two-man crew back then it was a producer and a director mm -hmm. we would do so the gorilla shooting because we would shoot downtown mm -hmm. um oh man the in the middle of the night sometimes till four in the morning mm -hmm. pissy alleys <laughs> sometimes by skid row and you know it'd be like like one i was like in the scene and i'm crying mm -hmm. and i'm like emoting there's tears pouring and i'm just like oh i'm so deep into it in my but i see something in my peripheral right mm -hmm. and peripheral did i say that right and it's like slowly like nearing me because you know we were pretty we were not too far from skid row and mm -hmm. so it's coming and i just happened to glance over tears and snot and it's this <laughs> massive cockroach i'm like what because <laughs> <laughs> i'm sitting on the ground on top of a cardboard box yep. and it's like man i freaked out and then the producer's like trying to get it blah, blah, blah. you know it's like mm -hmm. in the middle of the night probably like three four in the morning and, and you know it was just like it was just the it was it was so it was like very adventurous there was mm -hmm. a one shoot we went around afterwards the the um the food that we had for mm -hmm. the shoot we were handing it out to the homeless mm -hmm. so it was a very incredible experience especially in the beginning um and you know and then when we were ever in the lobby like i said dar was always in and out mm -hmm. he talked he would uh used to invite us to like celebratory dinners and we'd all shoot the breeze have restaurant you know mm -hmm. uh, gather at a restaurant and get together but now it's so massive um we don't we, we didn't see him much anymore but understandably mm -hmm. i mean <laughs> You know, that's like how often did, you know, if like, well, you know, just in comparison, Walt Disney, for instance, how yeah. did he go to the park regularly? No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can only, you know, do so much. So the growth's been crazy. Um, but usually if he did kind of pass by through the set or whatever, he was always pretty friendly. Um, he'd say hello to everybody, you know, um, and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, 
don't know. <laughs> Did I answer your question? <laughs> I talk. Oh, I mean, woo, rambling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah, you pretty much answered my question there. I think you did okay. really well with it. So, okay. <laughs> so, if you could act with anyone that you have not acted with before, or if you have acted with them before, again, who would you choose and why? Oh, let me tell you something. Viola Davis, number one, <laughs> Viola Davis. I love me some Vi Viola. I love you. <laughs> I love Viola Davis because she has, I love feeling. I'm in love mm -hmm. with emotions and feeling. And I like, that's what I used to do when I did my transpersonal guidance coaching with people. I help people through the process, feel through their emotions. Mm -hmm. In our society, we tend to tell people, it, there's this big thing with encouraging people to suppress mm -hmm. their emotions, to suppress their feelings, you know, get over it or don't get caught up in your feelings. And it's like, no, you need to learn to have a healthy relationship with your feelings because that is another, we, we appreciate the five senses, but that's another sense mm -hmm. that we don't tend to see as a sense. And that's how I view it in my world perspective, you know? So I believe in having a healthy relationship with your feelings mm -hmm. and cultivating that relationship so that you know how to act within them practically. Viola has this incredible way of engaging in these emotions in a very organic and beautiful way and bringing that out so that you're experiencing it so viscerally and tangibly. And it's just brilliant how she just carries and brings these things into the scenes. You can feel it. And I love to feel and I love to make people feel stuff too. I always I don't know about curse words, but I like to make I like to make people feel sh Viola, <laughs> 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 she can really help take me there even further into those depths. So, you know, I hands down Viola. I think she could help me arrive in places I've I you know, as an actor that would take me who knows where. Uh, you know, and she's so down to earth and real. I love her story, her struggle story. Mm -hmm. I can relate, you know, in a lot of ways to some things that she talks about. Um, and so I just, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you. Um, I want to say, I know who you're talking about. Name sounds familiar. Can't put a face to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but absolutely. So um, do you have any advice for those who, might want to start acting, but doesn't really know how to, or is kind of nervous to start. Oh, you know what? Um, one thing about these decades that we go through with technology is that all the actors just, just think first, think about this, all of the actors that you might know and love that you think are incredible when they first started, they probably were crappy. The thing is, you don't have probably any footage of that. But nowadays, um, the newer actors, mm -hmm. they might likely have some footage out there. And you'll see. Um, you'll see their growth over time. My thing is, we all start somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, now you can more document, like some of the newer actors, their growth over the years. Because we have more video and things mm -hmm. like that. We capture indie things, but um, auditions we share. Mm -hmm. But um, you start from somewhere. But my thing is, don't judge yourself. Just dive into that. Dive into your experience. Um, if you are embarrassed and you don't want to be around people, do it in the mirror. Dive into that experience and fully feel it. Um, that's where I say, I believe that we get more courage to do things when we feel the experience of it and that experience feels we've gone through that and we feel okay we realize we're still here everything's fine after that so walk yourself imagine that experience in the mirror in your private area that you're performing in front of a bunch of people and feel what it might feel like to be embarrassed and be get comfortable with that so that when you actually do it, give me wait for that. Is that like a fire truck or something? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's gone now. 
Okay. I hope everybody's okay for whatever that is. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, create, create an imaginary, imagined experience for yourself to, to run it through yourself. So you can kind of embody that, put it in your muscle memory, your spirit, your mind and all of that to, to be okay with it. And then just do it. Start with a video, do an acting video, there's social media, do a reel, put it out there, get some feedback on it um, and see how you feel. And, you know, we have the opportunity to try things out on social media that we didn't have before. Before you just had to go to do an audition and see how it goes. But now you can you could try things out, check with your audience, get your feedback from your friends and, and, you know, there's so many sources online. If you want to grow and you want to learn the process, go to YouTube, learn about um, mm -hmm. what people tend to do to get into acting. There's so many resources there because I think there used to be one way to get into this industry. And, and then there was just Hollywood and it was pretty hard to get into. But now I think that there's so many avenues to get into it. Mm -hmm. And if you just put yourself into that experience, you're creating yourself, you're, you're, you're moving into it without realizing it in a, in a whole different way. But from the mirror to social media to reels, the independent industry is in a huge in area into that uh, industry where, um, it, you know, that wasn't available before. And you got, you have so many resources available so just, if you're afraid, don't be afraid. If you're afraid and you want something directly from me, go watch some of my, I don't know, watch my, my, now the film, the story was great. Holiday Lie was great, but you'll see the difference in my acting. Like, oh, you kind of sucked a little bit here and there. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and, but you know what? Um, you have to not just, you just kind of do it mm -hmm. and be okay with that. And if you don't like it, be okay with it the biggest thing is you've accomplished something and you've broken a cycle, you've broken mm -hmm. a chain. That's what matters. And it's, you're walking yourself into a whole new beautiful, beautiful journey. And so just focus on your journey, your growth, you're experiencing in it and you're living life and not thinking mm -hmm. through life and holding yourself back from life that you're living it, you know? So yeah. Um, just take advantage of the resources. Give it some chest test tries. Oh, you might realize I don't really like this after you do a few reels. And then that'll give you your answer. You know, um, it doesn't take a huge investment just to get your feelers out there to try it first. And then if you really love it, then you can start really getting more serious and getting into the whole getting headshots mm -hmm. and seeing where you can, where you go to audition. There are a lot of places where you audition online, like backstage.com mm -hmm. and and things like that. Um, Dar is um, known for giving a lot of first opportunities to new people. So they're posting all the time as well. That might be an avenue to kind of get a taste. You know, do some crew work. That's where I, when I came to LA, I jumped into production work because I wanted to know how the whole thing worked mm -hmm. a little bit more. So uh, my first job I got in, in LA when I moved here, I got off of Craigslist. I jumped on Craigslist. I know a lot of people mm -hmm. don't trust Craigslist, but I believe in high discernment and high do intuition and you'll be okay. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, but um, there's there's a lot of things. Just fill it out. See what you feel comfortable with, you know? So. <laughs> totally. And where can people find you on social media platforms if they want to give you a follow, Ricky? On social media? All right, darling. You can find me on, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on, um, well, I'm, my biggest, most active area is Instagram or IG, um, which um, I do uh, reels more regularly, mm -hmm. uh, little short skits, and I come in, no, it's busy out there. Okay, so um, I do reels, skits, um, little um, encouragement, messages of encouragement, mm -hmm. but that's where I do most of my stuff. 
Um, but uh, Ricky's World will be airing on YouTube. Um, and so I highly recommend if anybody you can go there, go to Ricky's World and subscribe on YouTube because I got some incredible stories coming through that platform. Stories that were born from just my imagination from when I started as a little girl. So I think you guys will enjoy that journey with me, hopefully. Or, you know, be honest with me. Tell me the truth so I can keep growing. I love to grow, you know. Um, so um, Instagram, YouTube, Ricky's World, Ricky Yvette Westmoreland. And also um, my website, um, it's in construction, being expanded. Mm -hmm. But right now, if anybody's looking to book me for an acting gig, um, meet and greet, I do meet and greets, I do cameos. I have a lot of characters that I play that are self-authored by myself. Um, I have, they're, they're going to be on my website soon, but I, I do monologues, live monologues, live mm -hmm. performances. Uh, characters I have, like one is named Josephine Brown. She's a Black revolutionary from 1972. And, um, <laughs> 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 and, um, and uh, I have Miss Ruthie. She's an elder who's 110 years old, old lady. You know, she likes to talk to the children, talk about her old days. And then I have, you know, vampire. I have like, I have a superhero character. I have lots of characters, so there's a lot of people with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you want to book me for any of the characters, meet and greets, monologues, a film project or whatever, just visit my website. It's www.rickythenomadicactress.com. Ricky the Nomadic Actress, because I travel around mm -hmm. and perform. Or just visit rickysworld.com. They both go to the same place. So, and Ricky is R-I-K-I. So just for those who don't know. So yeah. Does that help? That helps completely. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. so, Absolutely. Is there anything that I forgot that you'd like to mention before we go today? I think I kind of squeezed it in at the end. Like, oh, I didn't mention my characters. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, just that, you know, like I'm also known as Ricky, the nomadic actress. For those who might not know, nomad is a person who tends to be a little location independent. Mm -hmm. I'm not a full time. I don't. Well, I'm not looking to be a full time nomad. Um, lately, I have been. Um, that's another story I got coming to y'all soon. But <laughs> but um. I, I like exploring and traveling around because it inspires me to create. And so I'll be going like to Arizona soon, sometime like later in a month and I'm looking to do meet and greet there and maybe a couple live performances of my characters. And um, I just kind of nomad around. I'm, I have a, a van that I've, I'm in my van. You see behind me. I yeah. Have, um, yeah. Um, so I basically, I did a little self build in here to, Mm -hmm. support my nomadic travels where I it's a it's a kind of a partial conversion it's not mm -hmm. finished but I mean this ba I love to go in nature camping whatever I love to spend time alone with the birds the bees the animals mm -hmm. the trees I'm a tree hugger hippie spirit but um but yeah so my van I, I like have a wardrobe station I have like you know so I can do video vlogs whatever but I can my mm -hmm. characters on the road um i have the thing i built in the back i have a bathing station if i just want to camp mm. or whatever um yeah i'm kind of a hippie <laughs> 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 but um but yeah so um i'm a nomad in that sense um i do you know aim to have a home permanent home dwelling a, a, you know in one spot mm -hmm. um so it's not like i'm looking to be like just whole full-time nomad kind of thing. But it's primarily the nomadic travels for when I'm doing my work, you know, my acting and exploring. And so that'll be shared on Ricky's World on my YouTube channel as well as I go around. Ricky, the nomadic actress, guiding you along all the adventures of Ricky's World. So, yeah. That's awesome. And I would like to thank Ricky for taking the time to come on the Katie Gordon Show, today's Best Country Mix. We appreciate your time so, so much. Thank you. 
All right. Peace, love, and shape of the baby. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Kane and Gordon Show today's Best Country Mix, and we have a very special guest with us today. Joining me is Jordana Bryant. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh my gosh, of course. I'm excited to be here. So, kind of tell everyone a little bit about yourself and uh, how you got into music. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, growing up, I always heard music around the house my dad uh, played in a bunch of bands when mm-hmm. he was growing up in a bunch of country and rock bands and he was a lead guitarist um, in those so he would always kind of just mm-hmm. be playing the guitar around the house and I can't exactly remember when but at a certain <laughs> point I think I just started singing out these like random melodies and lyrics mm-hmm. and um, I wouldn't really call those songs but I think they were kind <laughs> of the start of mm-hmm. my love of songwriting before I even knew what songwriting was um, and I just, I just mm-hmm. fell in love with it. And, uh, so, you know, when I was really little, I would always just be singing around the house, um, much to my brother's annoyance. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and then I, I want to say when I was 10, my mm-hmm. dad, um, my dad started teaching me guitar after mm-hmm. I got, uh, after I got a guitar for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, so I started learning guitar and that really opened up songwriting for me. Cause I feel like just hearing, you know, getting to play around with all the chords, it would kind of inspire, you know, just melodies and, and lyrics from that. And so, uh, I spent the next few years just, you know, writing songs in every free moment mm-hmm. I had. And, uh, then when I was 14, I believe I, um, started posting a Mm -hmm. few, you know, covers and originals on YouTube and Instagram and a few of those, um, you know, uh, picked up. Mm -hmm. And so producer who saw them, Seth Mosley, invited me to come down to Nashville uh, to, you know, record a few songs and get to meet him. And that was awesome. It was such Mm -hmm. a blast. And Seth and I kind of instantly connected. There are some people Mm -hmm. who you kind of just walk into the room and you feel like, um, kindred spirits like you mm-hmm. know you know you just you know feel mm-hmm. Them. Mm-hmm. and um that was kind of like me and Seth and he was just always so supportive of what I wanted to say in my music um but right after that COVID hit so um. we were kind of stuck <laughs> mm-hmm. um in Pennsylvania and couldn't really get out to Nashville mm-hmm. for a while so I took that time to really just um you know, dive into posting. And I was mm-hmm. posting every night, going live on Instagram mm-hmm. every night. And I just found it was such an awesome way to build a community. And I, I love getting to every night, go on and, and talk to people and, you know, play whatever songs they asked and answer mm-hmm. questions. And, and just, it was really, it was just really a community. And I love that because I feel like songwriting at its core and music at its core is a way for people to connect. And uh, so that was just a really awesome experience. And I was able to build my following up and get to share my music with more people. And um, and I, I just love that. And then this past fall, late, I think like late summer, early fall, I want to mm-hmm. say like around September, I started uh, writing a bunch with Seth and mm-hmm. with another producer and writer, Zach Kale. And um, we started working on a project together. And so we were writing a bunch um, and we, you know, um, we wrote this song called Mm -hmm. guilty with, um, you know, Zach, Seth and Allison and me. And it was such a fun, Mm -hmm. right. It was one of those where going in, uh, to the right, I kind of had this idea that what Mm -hmm. if we wrote this song that's, you know, a love song, Mm -hmm. but use the word guilty where it's like guilty typically has a darker meaning, but Mm -hmm. make it, you know, super fun Mm -hmm. and, uh, have that contrast. And it was just like (laughs) the, you know, I think it was like a six hour, right. And it just like flew by Mm -hmm. and, um, and it was just, you know, one of those, a lot of times mm-hmm. after a write, I feel like you go back, you're like, I love this, but what if we tweak some of this stuff? And for Guilty, it was really weird. Just after the write, we were like, no, I don't think we should tweak any of it. It just feels right. Mm-hmm. And um, so that song I just released mm-hmm. last Friday. And um, yeah, and so I'm really, really excited about that one. It's just like a super, you know, up-tempo love song. And I feel like it's so high energy, which is, and, you know, optimistic and stuff. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's a lot of who I am as a person and, you know, uh, and an artist. And also I, I feel like I'm really glad that it's, you know, uh, out because I, I feel like it's everyone kind of just, I don't know. I feel like everyone gets afraid of telling mm-hmm. someone that they're into them and life's just too short to waste time, <laughs> yeah. you know, not, not saying if you're into someone and, you know, um, and so I feel like I just wanted to write a song that's hopefully, uh, that hopefully can inspire some people to be bold and just tell mm-hmm. someone if they're into them. 
I agree with you 100%. Um, I think it's one of those things where, you know, you're giving the voice to the person that that someone likes or whatever. That way they're not physically saying it, but they are in a way because it's going through Uh the music aspect of things. Yeah, mm -hmm, definitely. And I have to say, um, you did, you and everybody did amazing on Guilty. You guys did awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. You are most welcome. And um, recently, I know you didn't mention this, but you actually signed with Riser House Entertainment. (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) I did. So tell me a little bit about that. Like, how are you feeling now that you're with a label company? It's really awesome. Um, Just like I felt connected to Seth when I walked Mm -hmm. in the room the first time, that was exactly how it was walking into Riser House. The whole team, I mean, Jen, the head of the label, Mm -hmm. uh, but everyone else at the label too. It's just like, I really instantly connected with them and it felt mm-hmm. so, so much like a family. And, uh, and so it was, it's, I'm super excited to be working with them. I, uh, before signing, I had mm-hmm. a bunch of meetings with Jen and mm-hmm. I played a ton of my songs and it was just really awesome to, you know, uh, you know, cause she really just wanted to mm-hmm. put out music that was stuff that I cared about saying. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's really, really awesome. And I'm really grateful uh, to have found people that, you know, really, want to help me share my voice with the world mm-hmm. and I'm super excited to be working with them. I think it's going to be a really fun journey. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's one of those things where when you find the right people that actually want to listen to you and your ideas and your thoughts and, and they're so supportive of you. I think it's super important to remember that definitely. and keep them in your life. That's for sure. Definitely. Definitely is. So if you could uh, do a duet or collaborate with any singer, who would you choose and why Jordana? That's a good question. Um, there's so many, but I would say if I could do a collab, it would probably be Carrie Underwood, I want to mm-hmm. say, or Taylor Swift. I don't know, both of those, <laughs> because yeah. I like their, first of all, their music is incredible, mm-hmm. but I love how they just really feel like so authentic in their music. And that makes it so relatable for everyone. That's like, you can, you know, you can hear their song and instantly mm-hmm. be like, yes, I'm not saying that, but like, and that's mm-hmm. not about my life, but it could be. And mm-hmm. like, um, I feel like that's really incredible. And uh, I, I just, I mean, Carrie Underwood has this insane voice that is like, you know, you could die hearing it. It's amazing. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. um, and then Taylor Swift, you know, you know, her writing style is just so mm-hmm. it's, it's insane. It's so authentic and relatable for people. And, and I love that. So I'd say probably one of those two. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I know you are just approaching your end of the year at high school and then you're going to be going into college. How do you feel about that? That's awesome at 16. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm counting down the days. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, it's definitely I, I love school and I love mm-hmm. learning, but sometimes it's a little bit hard when oh, like, absolutely. the manager is texting mm-hmm. me in the middle of biology and my phone is like pinging every two minutes or like you know, my little like team group chat, they're all like talking, mm-hmm. like, guys, I'm in class, like my teacher's gonna start yelling at me. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm, I'm very excited to be, I only have like a month left. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm really excited to be moving to Nashville. It's, it's been a dream mm-hmm. line for a long time. So it's, it's really awesome to, you know, see it almost come to be. <laughs> totally, totally. And um, what college are you going to? What are you going? I know you're going into music, but what exactly are you going in for? Yeah, so I'm going to be going to Belmont, and um, and I'm going to be studying music business there. Mm-hmm. Music business. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm really excited for that. But, um, you know, right now I, I definitely want to put my focus 100% into my music. So mm-hmm. um, as I'm figuring out those plans, uh, which, you know, we're still trying mm-hmm. to figure out right now, mm-hmm. I definitely want to put my music first and, you know, not do something that's going to, you know, take away mm-hmm. from that. I understand that completely. And, you know, um, I'm super excited because, you know, Nashville is going to be a c- awesome opportunity for you. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited. How long have you been in uh, Pennsylvania for? My whole life. Oh, yeah, okay. I've grown up here and, you know, lived here. And I love it. It's, mm-hmm. uh, But I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to being in Nashville. It's just Nashville. I don't know. I feel like anyone who lives there will tell you it just has like a certain energy that's like, it's always going and people Mm -hmm. are always, what I love, like, honestly, one of my favorite things about it is everyone is so nice. Mm -hmm. Like you, you know, you could walk Mm -hmm. down the street and say hi to a thousand people and every, you know, 999 of them would Mm -hmm. say hi back and start telling you their life story and just be like, you know, it's like, 
I don't know, people are just so nice. And I love that. And I love that you know your neighbors there mm-hmm. and that you, you know, build this community that uh, I, I just find that really incredible. That is very incredible. Um, I know that you just signed with Riser House. Um, do you have any other projects that you plan on putting out? Any new music, anything like that in the near future? Yes, definitely. So I just released the song Guilty and mm-hmm. uh, we are working on some more songs that are going to be going to be coming out really soon and they're all going to be part of a bigger project that we're going to release in a few months wonderful wonderful and i know that you wanted to uh play guilty for us for those who have not heard it yet this is an amazing song um i'm gonna kind of let jordana tell you a little bit about it and we can get going thank you yeah i'm super excited uh, yeah so like i said guilty is just like i feel like it's a little crush anthem which mm-hmm. i feel like we all kind of need every <laughs> once in a while yeah Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I just hope it kind of inspires some people to be bold and tell someone if they're into them. And, uh, you know, promise coming up for those people. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, um, for anyone, whatever age, I just hope it, you know, is something that, you know, you can kind of hear and that'll bring a smile to your face. I've been to act like I don't care If I got paid to hide the truth I'd be a millionaire You look at me, I look away Wouldn't believe the energy it takes But I bet it shows Clear as a sign on the highway that I'm guilty of love, guilty of someone, and guilty of thinking of you too much. These feelings just so I'll admit I'm guilty of you stuck in my heart, guilty of wanting to be in your arms, wanting to kiss, wanting to call, wanting to fall. I'm guilty of it all. I'm guilty of it all. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, the difference between actually listening to the physical song and you doing it acoustically, I feel like that there's um, a complete difference with it, but it's awesome. It it sounds very different, and I like that. Thank you. You're very welcome. And um, I have been following you for a while um, on social media, which is awesome. I've actually seen you grow. So it is awesome to actually see you with a, a label and everything. So it's awesome. (laughs) thank you so much your support means a lot you are most welcome so kind of walk us through like i mean maybe not like a typical but like a day-to-day uh basis for you yeah for sure um it really varies but i'd say um 
my typical day today is waking up and um, getting ready for school. Mm-hmm. And then usually I'll respond to some comments um, mm-hmm. before, you know, before school or post a little story or something. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I go to school and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, during the day, usually when I have like my free mm-hmm. period, I'll be editing like a video mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> and um, once I get back home, I, uh, I usually have, you know, call, usually mm-hmm. I'll have like a call with my label or, mm-hmm. you know, my PR team or something like that, or my manager. And, um, after that, I, uh, I'm usually, you know, editing some videos and posting some stuff. And, uh, sometimes I'll also have a co-write on um, mm-hmm. after school. It depends on, you know, whether I am doing a zoom one, cause mm-hmm. not as many people do zoom ones, but yeah. still when we're trying to like finish up a song or something, if I'm, you know, not in town, sometimes mm-hmm. we'll still have some zoom co-writes and, uh, and after that I'll, you know, do some homework I have, I'll, uh, you know, do some vocal practice. I, uh, sometimes I'm like practicing for some shows like um, right now, you know, I'll be sometimes I'm like figuring out uh, my set list for mm-hmm. a show that I'm doing with Restless Road on May 20th in DC. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm getting, you know, trying to figure out what songs I want to do for that and uh, block all that stuff out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then it'll just be kind of, you know, I feel like a mix of, um, you know, small stuff that I'm, you know, figuring out with my team, like text, you know, mm-hmm. uh, emailing them back. Have we figured out this thing? Have we gotten this out? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when are we going to do this? Like coordinating that small stuff. And um, so that's usually my day to day when I'm home in Pennsylvania. And mm-hmm. then when I'm in Nashville, it's definitely different. Uh, usually I'll have some meetings. I'll uh, go into the studio for a mm-hmm. few hours to either write or record. Uh, you know, sometimes I'll have like a writer's round that I uh, go to and play a few songs. And uh, yeah, I mean, it feels like I don't really have a very typical day-to-day. It kind of varies based on the day, but uh, those are a lot of things that I'll be doing in my day-to-day. Yeah, I wouldn't really call it typical either. That's why I was kind (laughs) of like, do I call it that? Do I not call it that? Like, (laughs) how do I word it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, well, I'd say it's like one day. That that could be, you know, that that is a possible day of mine. (laughs) And it's one of those things, too, like, it can change. Like, in the industry that not only you're in, but also I'm in, you know, like, when I do interviews, writing back to people, emailing, it's one of those things where it can just change, you know? So it's like... Exactly. They'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, by the way, you have this thing going on tonight. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Maybe a little notice would have been nice there. But, <laughs> you know. But we'll make it work. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, we'll make it work as long as I don't have anything going on. I'll do it. I'll be there, you know. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so what do you like doing outside of music? Do you have any hobbies, interests, anything like that? That's a good question. Um. I don't know. I mean, as far as some like hobbies, I love baking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love playing tennis. Um, and yeah, I just love hanging out with my family and my friends. Um, it's funny. I like, <laughs> I was thinking about this a few days ago mm-hmm. that I was like, I speak to my manager, like more than I do my best friends, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's just like, because I don't go to school with either of them. So I don't oh, see okay. them all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but I, I love whenever I have some free time getting to hang out with them and, you know, catch up. Well, in this industry, you got to keep updated with your manager. You got to keep him in the loop of things. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Hey, he's a, he's a great yeah. talking buddy, too. <laughs> yeah. And not only you guys could be talking about anything. I mean, you know, that's I love that. How you guys have that really close relationship with each other. Yeah, that's awesome. For sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Me, too. That is really cool. So do you have any advice for anyone that might want to start singing but doesn't really know how to start or what people will think or anything like that? Yeah, totally. I mean, uh, when I first started posting, I was just going to a new school. I was really afraid people were going to find it and be like, this is so weird. Like, uh, why is she posting this? Why, you know, like, what, like who does she think she mm-hmm. is? But honestly, who cares? Whoever is going to, like, you know, make comments or judge you is not someone you need to be friends with, you know? Uh, and so I just, you know, and also I was really afraid of people, even who I didn't know, mm-hmm. commenting and stuff on my videos, but truthfully, and this is something that like, I feel like is so like simple, but it's something mm-hmm. you would never think of, but 
if you don't like someone, like if you see someone's video and you don't really like what they're doing or you don't love their voice, you're just going to scroll past. Like yeah. you're not going to take the time to write a mean comment. If someone's really taking the time to write something mm-hmm. not nice about your video, then it's not about you. It's something, it's like their own internal mm-hmm. issues. And I think just realizing that and trying not even to read it because, uh, you know, I feel like sometimes like I see these paragraph mm-hmm. comments and I like, you know, will let my start self start reading it and then I can't stop. And like, you never feel better after reading those. Yeah. Um, but I'd say, honestly, most people who see your stuff are going to be really supportive. Like there are going to be a few people who aren't, but yeah. most people are going to be really supportive because like what you're doing takes courage. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of courage. And, uh, you know, just that fact alone is really incredible. And so I would say definitely try posting some stuff. Social media is incredible in that you have in essence a stage in front of the world that you can mm-hmm. get to connect with people who don't even live in the same state or right. country, you mm-hmm. know. And um that's really awesome. And I, I feel like it's such a, a great way to connect with people and to build a community. So I would definitely say, you know, uh try posting some stuff. Yeah, because that's how you got on here. And that's how a bunch of Definitely. people saw you by just, you know, posting your talent. So thank you. Yeah. yeah. Definitely social media is so it's such an awesome tool now. You know, mm-hmm. it's how I feel like so many artists get to really build, um, mm-hmm. you know, build their music and get to share it with more people. I agree. And, you know, it's one of those things, too, like here in the radio station world, you know, I meet all these different artists and stuff. And like, you know, it's the opportunity to, you know, play their music like Guilty. I played many times on my show, just so you know. (laughs) But um, (laughs) you you were very welcome. Um, And I actually I saw one of your your, uh, fans comments asking if you're ever going to be heard on radio station. I kind of laughed internally. I was going to be like, hey, listen here. But at the same time, (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to take away her spotlight. (laughs) So (laughs) I think I ended up deciding to do it. But, you know, it was one of those things (laughs) where, yeah, so I kind of had an internal laugh about that. And the fact that they're like, ooh, where can we hear it? And, you know, just just the fact yeah. that it's just awesome. So. Thank you. Yeah, no, that is. That's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I know you write a lot of music about, you know, like you and your like different relationships and stuff. But if someone was to kind of like write a song about you, about your life, what do you think it would be about? That's a good question. I've never heard that one before. Um. I don't know. I guess if I was right, if someone was writing like a whole life story thing, um, I guess it would just be about learning to be confident in who you are. Because as a little kid, I was very shy, like wouldn't talk to a waiter shy, like make my oh. brother ask for water okay. for me shy. Like I just, I was terrified of talking to anyone. I was like, I don't know. I just really got in my head and I would like rehearse things that I was going to say before mm-hmm. I said them. And I was, just, you know, but um, I think as I've, you know, gotten older, I've kind of just realized that like life is too short to waste mm-hmm. time being afraid of what you want and, you know, of what you want and not going for it. And mm-hmm. so uh, as much as I like, it scared me to, you know, talk in mm-hmm. front of people or like, let alone sing in front of them. Uh, I think I just, it was really something that I cared about doing and I loved mm-hmm. doing. And in the end, that was more important to me than my fear, of, mm-hmm. you know, was. And so I think if someone was going to write a song, it would, you know, be about trying to, you know, conquer those fears and just be, you know, your authentic self and be, you know, do what you want with your life and, you know, get to mm-hmm. find your voice, I guess. <laughs> well said, well said. Um, where can people find you on social media platforms if they want to follow you if they're not already? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so both on Instagram and TikTok, my username is Jordana.Bryant. YouTube, if you just search Jordana Bryant, you'll <laughs> find it. And uh, in case you don't know how to spell that, that is Jordana, J-O-R-D-A-N-A, Bryant, B-R-Y-A-N-T. Uh, so yeah, that you can find me on you know YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all socials, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, those I don't really post on as much, but I still do post on them. <laughs> uh, and I also have uh, some music out on Spotify, like my song Guilty that just came mm-hmm. out. So, uh, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Pandora, all of that. And uh, if you want a simple, you know, link to it all, if you just mm-hmm. go to my website, that's all linked there. So that's jordanabryant.com, J-O-R-D-A-N-A-B-R-Y-A-N-T.com. And yeah, if you go there, you'll have all the links to <laughs> Spotify, mm-hmm. socials, Apple Music, all of that stuff. 
wonderful and i highly encourage you check out her she's awesome you have a great voice i thank you so much you are most welcome thank you i really appreciate that once again you're very welcome so is there a message that you would like to give your fans or anyone listening or watching this jordana yeah well i would just say um to everyone who's listened to guilty thank you so much it's really meant the world to me and it's made me so happy. It's made my heart so full to see, you know, you guys really relating with the song and that the song is resonating with you. And that just means the world to me. And uh, to anyone who hasn't heard it, I'd say, please listen to it. <laughs> yeah. That would mean the world to me. And uh, thank you so much for having me on tonight. I've had a blast talking with you. You're most welcome. And again, I would like to thank Jordana Bryan for taking the time to come on the Caden Gordon Show, today's best uh, country mix. We really appreciate your time so much. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a blast. We'll be back soon on the Kate and Gordon Show, today's best country mix.